Hi, I'm Tyler Simone, and this is the Happily Self-Conscious Podcast, the show where it's cool to be self-conscious. As a personal development enthusiast, I love to learn how I can become better in all areas of life, and I want to share with you transformative tips and tricks to help you also become your best self. Together, we'll learn how we can become more self-conscious. Let's do it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am so happy to be here with you today. As always, welcome to episode number seven. Whether you're just getting started with your day or winding down, I hope today is going or has gone very well for you. My day, it's going pretty well. I am recording this episode on a sunny Sunday afternoon, so I really can't complain. I was actually looking at the numbers, the analytics for the podcast earlier today. And it turns out that episode number five, which is all about hand gestures and developing command presence is the most listened to episode so far. And that made me smile because that means that there is a good chance that you all are just as interested in body language as I am. And that gave me all of the motivation I need to keep producing episodes on how to evolve physically as well as mentally, of course, so that you can be the best you possible. And if you haven't listened to that episode just yet, be sure to check it out. Maybe download it for later or give it a listen after this episode, whatever works for you. And if you have another topic that you would like me to discuss, anything having to do with becoming a better you, personal growth and development, submit a suggestion to the podcast suggestion box linked down below. I'd love to hear more about what you're interested in. As far as today goes, we are going to be chatting about hope actually. Hope is one of those things that we've all been told that we need to have, especially during hard times. You know, hope for the best, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. I'm sure we've all heard those statements before, but what exactly makes hope so important when it comes to personal development and being able to continue evolving in our personal and professional lives? Hope does a lot more than we might have been thinking all of this time. I know that I was personally blown away by what I'm going to share with you today. According to research, hope does more than offer relief when you're going through a rough time. It is actually one of the biggest keys to advancement in every area of life. C.R. Snyder, an American psychologist who specialized in positive psychology, defines hope as believing you have both the will and the way to accomplish your goals, whatever they may be. This was mentioned in the book Emotional Intelligence, one of my favorite books at the moment. For me, the key word in his definition is will. What I realized is it's not just about sitting around and hoping for the best. Hope is not just an energy that you put into the air, a prayer of some sort. Hoping that all turns out okay and leaving it to chance, but it's a number of things. It's determination, motivation, it's resilience. It's everything wrapped in one. When I think about hope, I think about armor, 
It protects you, in a sense, from a negative state of mind. You are less prone to anxiety and depression when you have hope, which is great because it can be so easy to get anxious or to just shut down entirely when things aren't going the way you planned. One thing I really love is a new journal. There's nothing like cracking open a brand new one to start writing down the goals you have for yourself. Love It Planners has super cute journals, vision board kits, planners, and printables that were created just for you to give you the motivation you need to make your dreams a reality. I write in my manifestation journal every morning to keep my goals in mind. It's helped keep me on track and to ignite more motivation in me to make those goals happen for myself. You can click my link down below in the show notes to receive 15% off your order today. Start making your goals your reality with Love It Planners. Now, back to the show. We are all so different, which means our personal degree of hope differs. And that's because we have different upbringings and experiences. It's learned. And our personal ability to be hopeful can have a massive effect on our lives and who we become. And that is not super surprising. Because if you think about it, how far can you really go if you are debilitated every time you get a no? a rejection, or life is just a little tough. Without having hope that you can make it through tough times and still have the drive to go for the outcome you desire, you internalize negative emotions. You maybe even take failure personally and stop working towards what you truly want. Let's talk about the difference between individuals with high hopes and more optimism and those with lower levels of hope and more pessimistic traits. Which category do you feel you fall under? And if you feel like you tend to have less hope or pessimistic thoughts from time to time, don't worry because hope and optimism can be learned. And we'll talk a little bit about that too. I'll give you a little bit of background information on optimism and pessimism. So when you are someone who tends to be very optimistic about life, you have a strong expectation that things are going to work out. At some point, the chips will fall where they may. What's for you is for you. What is meant to be will be, you know, that kind of thing. When you face an obstacle or you don't get the outcome you necessarily wanted, you find that to be an opportunity to learn and grow so that next time is better. It doesn't mean that you never get hurt or you're never unhappy, but you don't let hopelessness get to you. As an optimistic person, you have the ability to motivate yourself. You're resourceful, flexible when it comes to achieving your goals and can reassure yourself when you need it most. When it comes to pessimism or people who tend to be more pessimistic, sometimes they just take the blame for their failures. They are more prone to be apathetic and don't believe that there is anything more they can do to improve their situation or do better the next time. And what happens is a lot of the time they don't do anything to fix their problem. Instead of using their energy to think of solutions, they accept that they have failed and that's it. 
So, as you can see, your ability to be hopeful shouldn't be taken lightly. In order to get back up when you're knocked down, believing in better possibilities is so important. Believing that you will still figure it out is hope, and that is what makes you an optimistic person. I'm personally not a job recruiter, but when I was reading about this topic, I thought to myself, Optimism should actually be the characteristic that employers should be looking for when hiring. Forget the skills, forget being able to manage the customer relationship management system or the interviewee's ability or inability to produce an Excel spreadsheet. It turns out that hope and optimism predicts academic and professional success according to a study done by Martin Seligman, a psychologist at the University of Pennsylvania. This study was done on insurance salesmen. I have to tell you about this study because it's pretty fascinating. So if you have ever had a job in sales, you know how tough getting sales can be. And what's even tougher is getting turned down and having to do it all over again day after day. Talk about rejection. Most of the time, you, you just get used to it, right? After a while, maybe. Well, the thing is, you have to have an emotionally intelligent attitude in sales. And this consists of, you guessed it, optimism. So according to this study, new salesmen who were by nature, optimists. So they find opportunities to learn and grow. They can motivate themselves, etc. They sold 37% more insurance in their first two years than the pessimistic salesman did. And during the first year, the pessimistic salesman quit at twice the rate of the optimists. That is a big difference. The reason why this study stuck out to me is because I can relate. I do try to sprinkle a little bit more about me in these episodes. So fun fact, my first job was selling shoes at Champs, which is a sports retail store. I wore the cargos and everything. They have all of the sneakers you can imagine. It wasn't my favorite job, but it was a good first job. I've also worked in a more upscale women's clothing store in college called Club Monaco, which was definitely more my speed. And I worked in a Nissan call center for a bit as an internet car sales assistant. So I know all too well that optimism is certainly necessary to make it through the day when you're selling something. You have to be able to maintain your confidence, self-esteem, willingness to work, and continue on with your day, even if someone says no to what you have to sell. And sometimes it's worse. There are times that people ignore you altogether. It's like you're not even standing there. And to withstand that takes a lot of optimism. The point is that you want to be able to make it through hard times with ease, with grace. When faced with rejection, exclusion, obstacles, trials, tribulations, to move forward with grace and optimistic, hopeful mindset is to say, maybe next time I'll approach a little bit differently, or it seems like that person wasn't in the best of moods. The next time I sense that in someone, I'll just greet them and let them be until they need assistance from me. It's understanding that that job you wanted but didn't end up getting was just not your job to have. But knowing that the job 
for you is out there, will be right on time, and is perfect for you. It's also understanding that that relationship was not meant to go on forever, but your person is out there and is looking for you too. All of those reactions sound like hope, right? Don't take things personally. Easier said than done, I know, trust me. But what really helps me is to remember that if I don't get a yes for a job I applied for, for a split second, it does hurt. And if I get a number of those no's, it definitely doesn't feel great. But I have to remind myself that it doesn't mean that I'm any less great and there is a job for me. Someone would be lucky to have me. And you can apply that anywhere to anything, really. If someone doesn't want to buy a pair of shoes from you, it's fine. Someone else would be happy to because they're actually in the market for a new pair of shoes. Sometimes we want things that are not for us. And when we don't receive that thing or it doesn't turn out the way we wanted it to, we take it personally and adopt that pessimistic attitude. And that's never good. Staying optimistic and hopeful is your best bet. How can we be more optimistic and hopeful? It's a good thing we can learn, right? So there's this perspective, this concept called self-efficacy, which is the belief that you have mastered the events of your life and can meet challenges as they come. This reminds me of resilience. It's like the magical combination of resilience, the ability to adapt, and choice. According to the book, Emotional Intelligence, in order to strengthen or develop this belief within yourself, you must seek new knowledge, new skills, and abilities. Turns out that when you learn new things, you believe that you have the strength to make it through hard times. I think I might have mentioned this in episode number one, five major benefits you're missing out on without a personal development practice. Learning is so crucial. Where would we be like mentally if we weren't constantly learning? I don't know. And I don't really want to know. Doesn't sound good. To learn more is to develop more self-efficacy. To develop more self-efficacy is to develop a more optimistic mindset. And to develop a more optimistic mindset is to have more hope, which is a predictor for success. And guess what? From there, you're in business because as you motivate yourself through those hard times and you reassure yourself that true love is out there or that you're going to get the next sale or that you will get an offer letter soon, you get stronger and stronger every time. Confidence is growing and the no's don't hurt as bad. You realize that that is a part of life because it certainly is. But what is for you is for you. The truth is that those with high hopes see the world in a completely different way. We, and I say we because I like to think that I'm pretty optimistic and hopeful, and I hope that you are too. We don't see failures as failures in quotation marks as a reason to stop pushing or that we aren't worthy. We see them more like redirections or take the lessons for what they are and just adapt. It's the emotional reaction that differs between us and a pessimistic counterpart. There is a quote that I read in this book that says, 
People's beliefs about their abilities have a profound effect on those abilities. Ability is not a fixed property. There is a huge variability in how you perform. People who have a sense of self-efficacy bounce back from failures. They approach things in terms of how to handle them rather than worrying about what can go wrong. That pretty much sums it up. It's the bounce back. The fact of the matter is, We don't have time nor energy to get down on ourselves because our last customer didn't want to buy the $850 wool and leather coat from us during the holiday sale. Okay. (laughs) I'm speaking to my younger self who was not taking that very well, obviously. And maybe the customer just didn't have an extra $850 to spend on a Tuesday evening. Maybe she came in there to buy one handbag. It's funny how we learn these things and you go back in time in your mind and you're like, oh my God, I get it now. Anywho, I know that people are always talking about being hopeful and positive and why you should lean more into positive thoughts, etc. But I really do hope that today you better understand why it truly does separate the more optimistic individuals from those who are pessimistic about life. That next time that you get down on yourself about something that didn't go as planned, just remember, you will make it through. Reassure yourself that things will turn out better and use that energy to motivate yourself. Find a resolution. Maybe find a new path. Believe that you have what it takes to get to where you're trying to go. That is hope. I have two quotes for you today, actually. The more the better, right? Okay. For the first quote, uh, it's by the one and only Martin Luther King Jr. We must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. And last but not least, optimism doesn't mean that you are blind to the reality of the situation. It means that you remain motivated to seek a solution to whatever problems arise. That one I really love. That was said by the Dalai Lama. Side note, something that helps me is to write quotes on my bathroom mirror with a dry erase marker, not a Sharpie. (laughs) Please don't make that mistake. It's just really nice to wake up in the morning and to be reminded of something positive or inspiring right away, bright and early. Well, that completes this week's episode. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you feel a little bit more hopeful and full of optimism. Be sure to follow the podcast so that you know when a new episode has been released. Feel free to share this episode with someone else who may need it and have a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to click the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you see another one on the list that you think looks interesting, take a listen or just download it for later. I'll see you next time.